Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Now the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Welcome to this fourth Sunday of Advent. As we light four candles today in anticipation to celebrate, once again, the coming of Christ, we soon will gather for Christmas Eve, as we do every year, to remember and to participate anew in God's story of love for us. Last week, our Sunday School presented this story of love with angels and shepherds and sweet smiling faces it was wonderful but the story they told this year was not your typical sunday school program it was not what i would describe as gentle or mild instead it was sort of fierce it was set in a courtroom with shepherds giving testimony about the birth of an unlikely messiah while defending themselves in court for disrupting the peace with their jubilant exultations. The shepherds were being tried for disrupting the peace with the news of the Savior's birth, news that in and of itself would disrupt the whole world. For unto us a Savior is born. God bears God's self, not into power or wealth or privilege, but into the perilous existence of a poor peasant family. Jesus is born to unmarried teenage parents who had to be totally dependent on the hospitality and care of others. The birth of Jesus is a disruptive story with tenacious characters and a scandalous plot. Today, on this fourth Sunday of Advent, we get to hear Matthew's account of this disruptive story. We get to meet Joseph, who is engaged to be married to a spunky, angel-believing young woman who did radical things like solo road trips on foot to see her cousin, and prophetic things like singing about God's dream for justice, lifting up the lowly, filling the hungry with good things. Mary was fierce and tenacious. She believed that God was up to something different 
than the power of empire, bigger than the limit of patriarchy, more just and inclusive than her religious tradition. And so Mary leans into God's promises, into who God is calling her to be. And Joseph, he's pretty tenacious too. Joseph, who had every legal right to dismiss Mary, to punish her even, unwed and pregnant as she was, instead, when Joseph dreams, he also believes, and then he too leans into who God is calling him to be. The verses we read from Matthew's Gospel this morning are actually the only ones in any of the Gospels that tell us very much about Joseph's role. The man behind the woman, I like to think of him. I do love how front and center Mary is in this whole divine drama of Jesus' birth. But while Joseph lives in the periphery of our mind's eye when it comes to the story of Jesus' birth, his tenacity, his leaning into God's promises and call, he too is integral to the story, for none of it could have happened without him. Joseph had every reason to disown it all, to walk away in search of a neater, more controlled life with an easier, more conventional wife. But he doesn't. Instead, he too leans in and embraces the scandal. He owns the mess and smack dab into the middle of it all, the Messiah is born. Joseph names the child Jesus. In the ancient world, naming a child is the act of assuming paternity. Joseph names and claims his family. And you know, while his presence to us may feel small, I am quite sure that to Mary and to Jesus, he was a force of love that surrounded them. Joseph believed in Mary. That, in effect, was what the angel in his dream asked of him, to believe that she would bear a son to be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God is with us. And Jesus names the child, claims and names Jesus. Jesus, which means God saves. Joseph believed in Mary. Joseph believed in his son. That was his calling to believe in the power of God at work, in and through another. What an amazing gift it is in and to our world to be like Joseph to believe in others, to be their quiet support, to stand up for them, even if in the shadows. The roles that we play as Joseph in the drama of life, these roles are vital. And God works through us in quiet roles like his all the time. And God loves us and inspires us through the Josephs in our lives who are our quiet yet powerful support. I've been thinking about one such Joseph in my own life, a teacher that I had in high school, Bonnie Rizenka. I honestly would not be where or who I am today without her. I really wish I could have captured the yearbook picture I have of her, but it just didn't copy for you. Mani was an oddity in my small town high school. There was nothing about her that fit into our culture. And as a kid who often felt sort of out of place, 
She was a model for me of leaning into her own uniqueness, owning and celebrating it. She seemed to know without ever discussing it with me that there were so many things that I was struggling with in terms of my faith, tradition, and my future, yet through her quiet confidence in me and in so many of my peers, she helped me to be a little more bold. She was the first person in my life who showed me how to be different, how to not fit in and instead lean into who God created me to be. Mrs. Rosenko was the reason I first considered the college that I would attend, where I would discern a call to ministry and make a radical shift in all the plans that I had had for my future. Mrs. Rizenka, for me, was a Joseph sort of presence who helped me lean into my truth. God's story of love, Emmanuel, God with us, this story is disruptive and fierce and tenacious. And our God is a force of love that surrounds us, inspiring us to be that force of love too. Fierce, tenacious, and disruptive for good. Just like those raucous shepherds and wild wise men and boisterous angels. Just like that brave too young mother and the husband who stood beside her. All who leaned into the promises and calling of God into their truth. May you be ever so bold and tenacious too, for indeed God's love will be born through you. Amen.